children what's happening guys welcome to film junkie live hump day let's get to humping let's get to humping huh don't go humping too uh, much right now at least take a take a break from humping let's talk some movies and stuff right now Hope you guys are doing well make sure you guys subscribe to the channel if you haven't already uh, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. You want to become a member after this. We do a members-only stream every Wednesday. And, uh, you know, you can pick my brain a little bit more. And, uh, of course, you got all the, the sock meds that are around me. You can follow me on Vero, Facebook, the Patreon. I posted a, uh, a self-pod exclusive Patreon last night. You know, and I, get a little, I get a little bit more ranty on those. And I, I think I had some things to rant about when it came to this week, right? I think so. Um, and then, of course, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. All right, how we doing today, huh? Let's see, let me make sure I got everything good. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. What's going on? We got James right here. What is happening? All right, happy Wednesday. Yes, happy Wednesday to you. Ben Affleck's Batman movie. F only, but, uh, you know, well, we'll talk about that as well. What's going on, Nate? With how grounded the Reeves universe is, what are the chances Clayface is just a normal guy with a patch of clay on his face instead of having his powers? Yeah, but one thing about that, Nate, is there's more than one version of Clayface. Tet, what is going on? Hi, hi. Well, uh, yeah, Watchmen could be a long movie, but make sure you finish that. What's going on, Fear Jason? Always good to see you. Kyle, yes, yes, he did. We'll go over that when it comes to the tweets. Stephanie T, good to see you. Oh, I know. I know they're coming. And, you know, a lot of those people don't like me, of course, too. <laughs> of DC characters. Huh? Well, this I don't know why this little thing is popping up right here. It's happening again. I don't, I don't get it. So you can kind of see it in my little thing right there. I don't know why that. That's right. I said my little thing right there. Okay, let me turn that off. I don't know. It's still having this little pop-up problem that's going on with my chat. Not quite sure what's happening. Okay, who else we got here? What's going on, J.D. McGray? Good to see you. All right. Uh, Travis, uh, gun's got to go. Well, I think that's not going to be happening for a little bit. You know, he's still, you know, he's got that Superman movie. So, uh, you know, if he ends up going, it won't be for another four years. Hello from Vegas. Jealous! I love Vegas. It's been a while. I'm trying to remember the last time I went to Vegas. Was it... I think it might have been Thanksgiving, two Thanksgivings ago. That's not good. Miss Katniss, how you doing? Good to see ya. Good to see ya. And we got uh, Northman right here. I want to see this movie. It's better. It better be good. Whoa. And then he called me a hoe? God, how dare you, sir? I'm not a hoe. Just kidding. Hi-ho, Mr. Northman. Yeah, it seems like this movie is going to be getting hyped up like crazy when it comes to The Flash. And like I said, we're going to be talking about Ben Affleck's words that, of course, uh, they're spoilery, guys. They definitely are spoilery. So, But, you know, things that we already kind of knew, things we already kind of knew when it came to this. What's going on, Ziggs? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. We got uh, we got Mr. Uh, Draga right here. Good to see you as well. God, this stupid thing. Why is it doing that? I don't know. We got Tiger right here. Would you choose the Batman Two Part or Batman Part Two Killer Croc Kelly Face or Mister Freeze? Uh, I kind of was. I was actually kind of feeling the Mister Freeze thing, but I'm also kind of now feeling the 
the clay face thing a little bit. You know, Sire, how you doing? Hello. How's it going? Uh, I don't think you do, but it's okay. I, I, I secretly love you. Don't worry. We have secret love for each other. Secret lovers. Okay. Why does this thing keep on doing this? I don't know. Alien love. Alien sex love sounds. Ah. Dave, I need more bat, uh, bat flick in my life. I can't wait to see bat flick direct air. Yes. That's coming out what? Like I said, there's just movie after movie after movie that's coming out, man. And I love it. Absolutely freaking love it. So I also think man bat would be perfect for Matt Reeves. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Pulled off man bat, but you know. We shall see. We shall see who else we got here. We got darkness under the wind. Let's get nuts. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Emperor, how's it going? How's it going? All right. We got Mr. Uh, Eric Hardboiled. What's going on? Does anyone like? Yeah. Well, I hope you do, Scott. I mean, I don't know what I'd do if I didn't think if I found out you didn't. Okay. Okay. Are you sitting in a hot tub? Yeah, Scott's on vacation up in the Smoky Mountains for the week. And uh, everybody wish Scott a an early happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. Scott McClellan, who is my co-host on Batman Animated Dream. Happy birthday to you. It's his birthday tomorrow. Yay! So happy birthday, Scott. Happy birthday, indeed. Hopefully, you're enjoying yourself up there. We got Jeffrey Brooks right there. Good to see you. All right. We got Jedi Milf. Let's get the party started, huh? Hit that thumbs up like Mr. Everett says. All right. Who let's go? Yeah, we got... Oh, man. This thing's still acting stupid. I don't know why it's doing that. We got uh, Miss Saggy Melons right there. Good to see you, Saggy. Uh, yeah, she uh, recently had a stream that... Or uh, was it yesterday? You know, coming into the you know, defense of, of us right there. Um, uh, word to the wise, you might want to turn the volume down just a little bit when, when you watch. If you're going to watch, turn the volume down just a little bit. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Anyways, okay. What up, what up? We got UNTLD. Good to see you. All right. Uh, did you see the cameo in Mondo? Are you talking about this recent episode? Was there, was, was there another cameo that I didn't notice in that? Because last week I totally, like, didn't realize, you know, that the, what's his name, Ahmed, whatever, what, Ahmed or whatever the hell his name is, um, who played Jar Jar was, uh, you know, the Jedi dude. Uh, I, didn't, I guess I just, maybe I didn't catch uh, the cameo that happened in here, or maybe I did. I don't know. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. What's going on, Andre? Alrighty then. Let's see here. Let's get it on. Bry man. All right. Okay. I think we got, uh, yeah, Ahmed. There you go. Ahmed. Yes. Ahmed best. Yes. Ahmed best. There we go. Yeah. I caught that last week. So I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen, I haven't seen, uh, Rebels. No, I haven't. I haven't watched that yet. So been kind of quiet. Well, maybe in your world, Cortez. In my world, it has definitely not been quiet. <laughs> I don't know. It's been uh, kind of crazy, a little bit, but uh, you know what's kind of what's cool too is like the fact that it took like a couple of few days, but hey, you know apparently now all the uh, you know movie websites have been kind of pulling from from the uh, Zack Snyder vodka stream appearance that happened. So 
They've been pulling that, so that's been kind of cool. So, all right, good to see you, Clay Talion. And we got also Game City. You got Game City um, Savior right there, and Hydra Ante. I like that. I like your name right there. I like your name. Uh, okay, so all right, guys, let's get let's get the party started. We're going to be talking about Ben Affleck, his what he said on a podcast, which is going to be you know a little spoilery. You know, I'm just letting you know now. Uh, we're going to be talking about his uh, what he has to say about that because you know he keeps talking about that, and I figured why not? Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about this news about Clayface and where he's going to be showing up possibly. Jason Momoa has been talking about uh, Aquaman and where he's going to be fitting maybe, and then of course the confidence that he has, and then of course talking about the Mandalorian season three episode five. So let's get to the tweets. Huh? Let's see what's happening in the Twitter world. What's going on in the Twitter world? We're going to be starting off because, hey, guess what, guys? Oh, the baseball season is starting. The baseball season is starting, and uh, this has been pretty great right here. If you're a Giants fan or possibly anybody who was around during the legacy of the Giants when it was 2010, 2012, and 2014 when they were world champions for those three years, uh, Serge... Sergio uh, uh, Romano, like, uh, he he basically, uh, he was traded all over the place. Mr. Romo, not Romano, sorry, Romo. I don't know why I said Romano. I don't know. Sorry, my bad. But Sergio Romo right here is, um, he was a giant during that time, great reliever and everything. And uh, basically what happened was they decided to, like, you know, he was going to retire. So he's actually retired they, they gave him a contract to play one game with the Giants, so he got to retire as a San Francisco Giant. So, love that. Love that. And there's your baseball talk for right now. But I thought that was kind of cool that they, let, they allowed him to be a Giant, so that's pretty sweet. Oh, and then, of course, we got some David Ayer stuff, of course. David Ayer continues to keep on talking about the Ayer cut and what's all happening in there because uh, somebody asked right here, Hello, Mr. David Ayer, can I ask you a question? Is it true that Bruce Wayne and Amanda Waller's meeting was a reshoot, or is it fake on social media? Hello from uh, Pakistan, and I believe that we uh, we fans will get justice and see your version of the movie. And David Ayer said, no, I shot it during main unit photography. So so anybody who thought that that scene between Waller, that, that I guess you could say post-credit scene, between uh, Bruce Wayne and Amanda Waller, that was not reshot. So release that freaking Ayer cut, man. Release that Ayer cut. And then, of course, David Ayer also released... Other things too that you'll see on the Twitter, uh, the Twitter right now too. What's going on, Carrie? Good to see you, buddy. All right, continuing on, and here we go. So this person right here, Mr. Simba, Simba, he uh, said, uh, "I am probably one of your biggest admirers, not just Suicide Squad, but all your movies in general." Grew up on Training Day and Fast and Furious. Yeah, we always forget that David Ayer, like kind of wrote the first Fast and Furious movie. Of course, that's when it was good still. <laughs> uh, with my dad and Fury and End of Watch are definitely in my top five movies. Please, can you post some more unreleased Joker images? So he posted this one right here, but we kind of already seen this one. You know, we've had we've seen this one a little bit, but it looks a little different from David Ayer, you know, but uh, we've, we've, we've seen, we've seen that, that image before, that look right there, but we have not seen this. Uh, there you go. We haven't seen this one right here. And again, this is at the end. This is at the end 
of Suicide Squad. Must we, we must not forget that the Joker was in the final. He was in that little final battle at the end of Suicide Squad. He's there. Look at it. Look at it. I mean, obviously, when the helicopter crashed or whatever the hell, you know, and then, of course, we saw him at the very, very end because we know he did, in fact, survive. But at the same time, he was supposed to show up during that little, you know, final battle when it came to, you know, when it came to them and everything. So, but yeah, there's a shot of uh, Jared Little's Joker right there holding his gun to his face and laughing. Looks pretty sweet. Looks pretty sweet. And then uh, even David Ayer said right here that uh, that looks like the final battle set. Was it a part? Uh, was he a part of the final battle? He said yes. But of course, we did not see that. So that's what sucks. We want to see that, dagnabbit. Okay, and then, of course, we had the air premiere that happened, uh, like, what, last night? Was it last night? No, it was two nights ago on Monday night. Looking forward to seeing air. Looks like a great Ben Affleck movie. Of course, Matt Damon also in it as well. And, uh, hey, what's going on? We got uh, Team JVS in here. What's going on, man? Samuel. Samuel's here. But uh, then we got uh, we got Marlon Wayans right here commenting on. Uh, I always forget that Marlon Wayans is in this movie. I mean, Chris Tucker is also in it as well. Uh, I mean, there's numerous people that are in here, not just like the two like main leads, but we, you know we got a. It's a pretty stellar cast when it comes to this air movie. But this is what uh, Marlon Wayans had to say. Speaking of uh, Ben Affleck's Batman, how do you look at your director who's wearing a tracksuit? From the 80s, trying to direct you without laughing. Luckily for me, my director didn't have that outfit on. My director had a t-shirt on showing his ripped muscles and strong back. So I was intimidated. <laughs> so I had to show up and do... So you're the Batman director. You're the Batman director. Batman. And I, I really was on top of my stuff. I was like, I don't want my ass beat by Batman. How do there you, you go. look at your director? Don't want your ass beat by Batman. So there you go. Forever be Batman right there. Marlon Wayans. And then we got some set images from uh, Captain America. New Order already coming about right here. Anthony Mackie. Oh, looks like, uh, looks like he got his hand. He's got his arm in a little sling right there. I'm not sure what happened, of course. Um, so we got some images right there. And look at that. What? Oh, oh, my God. Liv Tyler returns. Returns. We already heard that Liv Tyler was going to be coming back. Of course, she was in the original Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. But uh, here she is again. She makes her triumphant return. So there we go. She is definitely back. And then guess what's also coming back? Apparently X-Files is coming back too. It's in development by Ryan Coogler. What? Again, it's just like everybody wants to bring everything back and back and back and back. I mean, who knows who who knows if, uh, you know, who knows if David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson is going to be involved with it? Probably a little bit, because why not? But naturally, it'll probably be just like a new a new group or a new pairing, a new duo or whatever the hell that is going to be um, doing some new X-Files. So, you know, I love the X-Files. I've been loving the X-Files since I was a kid. Used to watch it all the time. So... Curious to see what Ryan Coogler does when it comes to a new X-Files. I know, right? They need to bring, they need to bring back Edward Norton, don't they? Uh, and then we got right here, we got some uh, Real Anarchy that's going to be happening tomorrow. That's right, Real Anarchy happening tomorrow, Thursday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
That's right, talking about, uh, you know, the DCU and everything like that with special guest, that madman, that troublemaker, that anti-Snyder chill of Warner Brothers, Stephen Colbert is going to be on, um, going to be on Real Anarchy tomorrow. I don't know, Ben, if you're still out there, I don't know if you should have this guy on here. Um, apparently, you know, like, I, I think, you know, when it comes to Stephen Colbert, I mean, I think he's still, even though we've seen the Snyder Cut and you, we have a physical copy of the Snyder Cut, I still think he doesn't, he doesn't think it exists, it exists anymore. I'm just saying. I don't think he thinks, I think he thinks it's fake. You know, we've watched it numerous times. I can, I can look at it right there, but I still think that Steven thinks it doesn't exist. That's, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So hopefully you ask him the tough questions about that. Does the Snyder Cut exist? That's the only question I want you to ask, Ben, when it comes to Steven. Does it actually exist? Because I'm thinking maybe it doesn't. So The Yeti. And then look at this, guys. Okay. I mean, we could talk up and down about, about Keanu Reeves and not being like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. He's not like an Academy Award winning actor. Sure. And he does his thing. He knows his way. And we talked about it on Monday's Film Junkie Live that uh, Keanu Reeves removed like 50% of his dialogue from John Wick 4, which makes sense because John Wick is very, you know, he's a man of few words. But when it comes to Keanu Reeves, this is where he shines. Again, 58 years old. The man is 58 years old, and this is what, I mean, and he's, he busts his ass when it comes to the training right here. guy is a sweetheart and he's a badass you know it's funny too because i mean obviously when it comes to what's going to happen with john wick future you know some people talk about how like you know there could be like prequels there could be prequel stuff what was john wick like before he decided to walk away and fall in love and everything and get married it's gonna it'd be very difficult for somebody to fill those shoes even though he's not wearing shoes in this video but you know He's just such a badass. Such a badass. 58 years old. My God. And then speaking of uh, men that are pushing 60, uh, we got some new Metallica that's going to be coming out tomorrow. Here's a little tease right here. That's right. Can't wait. Head rush. So, yeah, Metallica fans, new Metallica, another single coming out tomorrow. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Fear Jason right here. Putting, uh, <laughs> putting Ryan and uh, Andre and me. Uh, maybe I should grow my hair out like that. No, I'm not going to do that. That would be silly. But, yeah, put us on the Con Air poster right there. So. And then look at this, you know, uh, this is what I love about Adam Sandler. Like when he goes to his pr to, to premiere to his movies, he just doesn't, he doesn't give a shit. 
I love I love this. Adam Sandler keeps on keep it on when it comes to his uh, his dress attire when it comes to premieres to his movies. He does not give a shit. He does not wear he does not wear suits. He does not wear suits. He's just wearing a Knicks hoodie. Looks like he's got a a Hawaiian shirt underneath and just like khaki pants. There's his wife right there who's like got a dress on and everything, but he's just like, whatever. He does not care. And he's wearing sneakers that are blue. Adam Sandler does not care, and I love that. I love that. No suits, no nothing. He is the goat. He is the goat. Speaking of goats, we got this art right here from uh, Juanjo Lopez. He uh, put this cover right here. Apparently, this was like cover of Dawn of DC, Superman number two. And that face looks familiar. Yeah, Henry Cavill Superman right there. <laughs> That's right. That's pretty sweet. Like that. Totally like that. And then speaking of Keanu Reeves, ah, see, we don't want to hear this kind of stuff. Dagnabbit. This is what, hmm. Man, man, it's, uh, it's disappointing a little bit because obviously we are all looking forward to the fact that Constantine 2 was going to be coming out with Keanu Reeves, but Keanu Reeves skips on when he gets asked about it. I mean, he just kind of goes, hey, we're trying. I don't know if it's going to happen. And it's like, ah, yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like that got announced before the whole new DCU film slate and everything and then of course uh but you know i just like i i'm I'm hoping i'm like hey jimmy guns jimmy guns can you keep some stuff in your elseworlds section okay it can't just be the batman and joker we got to have some other things in there too all right and you got keanu reeves and you know he's going to be taking a break from john wick so hey let's uh let's get him back into the uh constantine world why not why not but, um, yeah, he doesn't know if it's going to happen. So keep on fighting. Keep on fighting them. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, because it was greenlit by it was greenlit by Pamela Abdi and Michael DeLuca. They're the ones that push this thing forward. So hopefully, hopefully it's still happening. And hopefully there's not going to be any conflict when it comes to what's going on over there. Just saying. But please, please, come on, please. My God. Ah. Hey, I posted another clip, guys. I don't know if, uh, you know, the, the, the crazies, uh, the, the, the loud ones that are... I, 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 I think uh, this one was straightforward when it came to Zack Snyder talking about, uh, talking about uh, you know, how proud he is of his uh, Justice League actors. And then, of course, mentioned The Flash and Ezra. Because, again, you know, these people with the Mandela effect, they kept on saying, why would you ask him about The Flash? I'm like, I didn't ask him about The Flash. He just talked about the Justice League actors playing their characters and how proud he is about them continuing on and talking about that. So, you know, so I did that little clip. I posted that little clip right there. Um, I don't think there's any going to be, there's not going to be anything conspiratorial when it comes to that, I think, right? Because they're still tripping out about that, that one clip, you know, where, where it talks about selling the Snyderverse and James Gunn. They're still talking about it. Still talking about it. But hey, what could he do? It's all right. I'll live rent-free in their brains. Anyways, we got Ben Affleck right here speaking some Spanish. 
Gordo y la flaca, ¿cómo están? Gordo y la flaca, mentirosas. ¿Por qué siempre estaban diciendo mentiras? Yo, tú no sabes nada, no es la verdad. No me importa si estás gorda o flaca, tiene que decir la verdad. Gordo y la flaca, ¿cómo están? Gordo. Ben's a badass, isn't he? My God. I'm half Mexican and I caught like little words maybe right there. And I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I just, uh, one of these days I'm going to just totally learn Spanish <laughs> big time. So Ben's awesome, right? Ben is awesome. Um, and then of course I posted a clip about him talking about Sucker Punch. The, um, the director's cut of Sucker Punch had to get that out there because I know some people are like wondering about that as well. And that was one of the first things we talked about when he first uh, showed up on Friday was the uh, the Sucker Punch director's cut, which he talked about how there's some hidden there's some gems that nobody's seen. And then, of course, you know, there's the, the hashtag. That was a fun hashtag. It's not one that everybody was pushing or anything like that. It was more just like a joke hashtag called release the Snyder Punch. But uh, hopefully he'll be able to figure that one out because he said he's still got to look into that. So still got to look into that. Uh-oh, more trouble in Marvel. Ike Perlmutter, Perlmutter, if I'm saying that right, the chairman of Marvel Entertainment, who has been with the company since 1993, has been laid off. Get the fuck out! Oh, boy. Shake-up's still happening at Marvel, you know? And a lot of people were like, I saw a lot of people tweet about, like, hey, it's about time. About time this guy got out of there, but yeah. He is gone. I mean, there's been some, it's, it's interesting what's going on when it comes to Marvel, even Marvel Studios, but it's just, yeah. There's been some shake-up. I mean, the whole Alonzo thing has been crazy, too. I mean, it seems like there's always something new that comes out to the point where I'm like, are you guys working out? I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even know what's going on with that. You know, it's like you got fired for buying a Ferrari. You got, you know, the, I'm talking about the, the you know, Alonzo, Miss Alonzo, who got fired and she was blamed for the VFX stuff. Then people said she wasn't the problem when it came to the VFX stuff. And then she apparently bought like a Ferrari the day that she it got it delivered to the studio the day of. And then there was a whole like, well, she pushed back because they didn't want to do any gay stuff or something like that. And she was like, how dare you, Disney? Because of the whole like thing that's happening in Florida when uh, the Santos was saying like the not don't say gay bill or whatever the fuck it's all just craziness and I don't even want to delve into it because it just sounds like nonsense but yes Ike is gone Ike is gone but who is returning well Karan Sani and Leslie Ugums Ugums we all know we know who they are but uh, Deadpool 3 we'll see the return we'll see the return of these two characters. So we'll be good. We were kind of worried that they weren't going to show back up, but they are showing back up. Thank God. Thank God. And of course, Ryan Reynolds, BFFs, confirmed it. Confirmed it. What the hell is this? My Adventures with Superman is moving to Adult Swim and will release this year. I could have swore that this... Cartoon series, My Adventures with Superman, I thought it was very much appealing to children. Why is it on Adult Swim? Or are, is discussing film just kind of messing up here? Because, I mean, I could see it moving to Cartoon Network, but I'm like, Adult Swim? Adult Swim, I think, you know, you watch those cartoons, they're not, they're not going for children. 
Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering, like, when I read, I, I should look more, you know, deeper into this, but I just kind of went like, I, I could have swore that my adventures with Superman was going to be more targeted to children, but maybe not. So it's going to be more tar targeted to adults. Not kids. I don't know. It's, it's just kind of interesting. Adult Swim. So now I'm intrigued. You know, it was going to be one of those things where I was like, all right, I'm not going to watch that. But now Adult Swim's going to be targeted to adults. All right. Interesting. I just. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. But I was like that, that kind of like that made me interested. So maybe, smart move. If that's the case, smart move. That's right. Nah, J okay. So even Jake Quaid, who was in this, he's voicing Superman, right? Is he voicing Superman or? Yeah, he's voicing Superman. He said it's at Adult Swim. So that's interesting. Hmm. All right. Yeah, it is kind of, yeah. I think we're all kind of scratching our heads, rubbing our chins about it. But all right. If I didn't see Jake Quaid's uh, tweets, but if, or Jack Quaid, not Jake, Jack Quaid, I didn't see his, um, I didn't see his tweet, but if that's the case, then I will probably watch it. I will probably watch it. So I, I like it. I like it. I like it. So cool. Cool. Sell Superman to Adult Swim. <laughs> Where's that poster campaign? Sorry. Blue Beetle. Uh, the first trailer for Blue Beetle is rumored to, to be... Two minutes and 27 minutes, or, God, I already messed that up. Two minutes and 27 seconds. Sorry, I was reading what they said. The trailer is rumored to drop next week. So we might be getting a Blue Beetle movie trailer next week, and it's going to be clocking in at two minutes and 27 seconds. Nice. It's a rumor. I remember there was hearing about it. George Lopez was like, mira watcha, yeah. Blue Beetle, mira watcha. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. I used to watch a lot of... Uh, George Lopez show. Um, but yeah, he, he, he did say something about that on, I think he, he posted something about Instagram too, talking about the trailers coming soon. But, uh, yeah, the new rumor right now, I'm not sure the source of it. So I was just kind of going, okay, I hope so. That'd be kind of nice to, uh, get that blue beater beetle trailer. So, um, uh, but yeah, it's going to be like about two and a half minutes and should show some really cool stuff. Hopefully, uh, there's been some promo art that's been out there. Some of it looks very Spider-Man esque, just the way that he's leaping through the air looks very much Spider-Man poses. And a lot of people are going to probably, you know, make comparisons to that. I already know that's coming, you know, it's just the way that it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's just all crazy. It's just all crazy. James Gunn posted this right here. So basically just, uh, I guess you could just pick. Look at look at all he's um, putting into this right here. I mean, obviously, I don't know uh, exactly where this image is coming from, but he posted this without any caption, right? Did he post a caption? No, he didn't post a caption. He just posted all this. Stuff he's teased, stuff he's already talked about. So, yeah, basically showing maybe his, the DCU that's going on right here. So, all right. All right. Are we going to get some uh, Black Canary? What's going on here, huh? Shazam still here? Are we going to get some Jonathan Kent Superman? What's going on? We got Deathstroke right here. What? What? What's going on? Guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. But that's what he posted earlier today. 
And then we got Hugh Jackman right here giving some shit to uh, Ryan Reynolds and his uh, crush color. <laughs> it's hilarious. I like I like the fact that these two go back and forth. And then of course we got Hugh Jackman still working out, getting that Wolverine shape. But I noticed you guys have seen me wear this very same shirt. Awesome shirt there, Hugh. Yes, I have that shirt. And I was like, oh, crap. There you go. I got that shirt. Everybody loves that shirt. Anytime I wear that shirt, I always get the ha ha kind of thing. If I go, like, you know, out somewhere, go to the store or something, uh, everybody always goes, like, shirt, man. Like a shirt. But, yeah. That's right. Hugh Jackman has good taste in shirts. All right. We'll be talking about that. And this kind of sucks, too, because kind of wonder, we were kind of wondering about this, but in an interview with Jake Takes, actor Bill Skarsgård confirmed that he will not return as Pennywise in Welcome to Derry, the pe- prequel series to It, the thing that uh, does not yet have a premiere date. Yeah, there's going to be a prequel series for, for It that's going to be called Welcome to Derry, and apparently Mr. Skarsgård is not going to be playing Pennywise, even though he did a really good job. I mean, here's his uh, audition tape right here. This is before he did that real creepy little smile thing that he he created for it. But yeah, remember that whole little, the way that he like dips his lip and the way that he smiles like Pennywise? What did they call you? But yeah, you can see his audition right there. Full circle. Zack Snyder posting uh, Miss Christina Wren right here. Of course, who knocked it out? Miss Ferris right here. Miss Ferris, who eventually could have turned into something else, but we didn't see that happen, but uh, he posted this today. And again, guys, don't freak out. This does not mean she's going to show up. I mean, she might, but I, that was one of the things I did ask him on Friday was when he's teasing all these images that he has right here uh, of all the Man of Steel actors, that's what he's been doing right here. Uh, he, he said it's not, necess- it's not because they're actually showing up to the panel so but some of them might and you never know she might she might be so timothy chalamet is pennywise stop it you don't have to cast him in everything do we no 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 we don't have to do that our starfire yeah looks like a joke i know that's the thing and uh i think uh somebody actually said that he should play the joker Skarsgård should play the joker in the dcu and i'm like that's a little too on the nose it's a little too on the nose. He's been, I mean, there's fan art out there. You could find some fan art of Bill Skarsgård as the Joker. And, you know, I'm like, it's, a, it's just a little too on the nose. He already played one clown. Does he need to play another? I don't think he would. I don't know if he'd actually want to do that. So I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, give him something else. Let's not, let's not have him be typecast as a clown. It's <laughs> going on Tech 502. Good to see you. Central America. Hi. Uh, All right. Let's talk about Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Of course, he's promoting air. So he's been making the rounds. We already saw that the premiere was on Monday night and uh, we saw Ben Affleck Spanish. And of course, they made the rounds and uh, talked about that. Looking forward to the movie. I'm hearing that it's actually pretty great. I mean, we're all hearing. It's not like I'm getting that from a we're all hearing that it's actually great uh, coming from like South by Southwest and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, that's good. Um, but, uh, he was on a recent podcast and I'm going to bring this up right here. So he was on a recent podcast. Uh, it was the, uh, the smart list 
podcast uh, with Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. And uh, Will Arnett, hey, some Batman love right here. But yes, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do this right now. I'm going to put this out there. Spoiler alert! You've been warned. You don't want to hear stuff that uh, when it comes to The Flash that Ben Affleck says, but, you know, it's just kind of cool to hear him talk about it, hear him talk about this right here. So here we go. For The Flash, and everybody was, like, freaking out when you came on the screen. You know what? That movie's good. I hear it's amazing. It looks really good. good. I hear that movie's they made it great. Yeah. I love that. And it's my best shit I've done. I finally figured out how to play the game. <laughs> no, really? I got it. For real? I was like, hold on. Am I, is that, I, I quit. I know I quit. And I know I came back to it. But yeah, I got it now. It's like, you know, you do the audition and you're on your way home and you're like, oh, no. Wait, what was yeah. the moment? What, yes. where, where, how did, yes. why did the, why did the penny drop? What, what happened? I, I mean, I don't want to give a spoiler, but it was a, it was a scene a... where I got, I get caught I get saved by Wonder Woman again uh, during a, a conflagration with some 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 bad guys. Yeah, uh-huh. and she saves me by. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'm good, like the spoiler, you know, DC assassins. She, me, she saves you. She saves you with the lasso of truth. Yeah, and so what happens is that Batman. <laughs> Um, divulges, you know, some of his real feelings yeah. about mm-hmm. um, his life and his mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. And, uh, and it helps you. It helps you see the character, and now you want another <laughs> chance to play it. And I was like, "Wait a minute! I got it. Am I still? Wait, can I, guys? Are we still rolling? Can we write another story, story of my fucking life?" By, by the way, Ben, that. one time I remember years ago, and I asked him about it. Uh, I remember Alec Baldwin so. So there you go, guys. Yes. I mean, we already knew that Wonder Woman was going to be in The Flash and those reports that said that her that her cameo or her scene or whatever the fuck those those reports of her her those reports of her that you know that that her scene got cut out of The Flash movie. Bullshit. Bullshit. Not happening. Not happening. There's no way that they're going to re- there's no way that they're going to be pulling that. No way. No way at all. So we're going to we're going to see a reunion of, you know, two thirds of the Trinity. That's right. We're going to see a reunion of two thirds of the trilogy of the uh, the Trinity where Ben Affleck's Batman and Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman are going to be in a scene together. And of course, apparently he gets his ass saved by her again, because let's face it, that happened, of course, in Batman or Superman. And it's going to be from the Lasso of Truth, which I think that's pretty awesome right there. Uh, so then the lasso of truth, just kind of like, uh, I guess he starts saying some stuff and saying some certain things and just being like, Oh my God, I just, this is how I feel my true feelings and whatever the hell. And I'm just kind of going like, Whoa, okay. That's going to be an interesting scene. It's like, all right, does, does Ben want to do more now? Does Ben want to do more? And I saw somebody in the chat that said, uh, so Snyder's direction was the wrong way. No, no, it wasn't. It was leading to this. That's the thing. It was leading to this, just like Henry Cavill Superman was leading to that optimistic, hopeful Superman that we pretty much got in Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's the thing. It's all Zack likes to break down these characters, break them down and then flesh them out and tell their stories to get them to the point where they're these heroes. Okay, he wants them to start off. He wants to start telling the story when they are just like fresh, either fresh. When it comes to 
his Superman, it was like a fresh Superman that made a lot of mistakes and was getting backlash from those mistakes when it came to Batman versus Superman. Then, of course, he dies. He sacrifices himself for the human race, even though half the human race does not like him, but he sacrifices himself. And then, of course, he comes back, and then he's like, he's that Superman now. He's that Superman that people were looking forward to. There are people that turn, that turned 180, 180 turn when it came to Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah, he's too dark. He doesn't smile and stuff like that. It's like, no, he turned. They turned him. When it came to Ben Affleck's Batman, you even saw that too. I mean, look at how dark he was in PVS. And then he had hope, Alfred, hope. He was more hopeful, okay? But then even like later on, he could end up being even more hopeful. Like, oh my God, you could actually get into the psyche of his Batman. I think that's what Ben is talking about right here. Okay, he's not he's not saying that Snyder was wrong. No, not at all. You know, just like Wonder Woman. I mean, at first, like at first when it came to Zack Snyder's Wonder Woman, I mean, he posted that image where she was like a, a ruthless killer and had a bag of heads at one point. You know, it's just but at the fact the fact of the matter is you got to collaborate with other artists. You got to collaborate with other filmmakers. And, you know, even again, Zach talking about how proud he is of all his characters that are still going and still having their movies come out. He's proud and talked about The Flash. And I'm sure he's, I mean, it sounds like he, you know, he, that he's looking forward to The Flash movie to see what happens in it, because obviously it's building on what he set the groundwork for. So I wouldn't say that, but I will say though, that I, I'm pretty sure that Ben Affleck is probably going to say that the costume, the bat costume that he wears is probably the most comfortable one. That's what I heard a while ago. My buddy told me that, um, talking about like, uh, one of the reasons why that, but if he was going to come back, he, he was like, give me a costume that is not so constrictive and heavy and blah, blah, blah. That's why I know some people don't like the flash costume that he wears, but Ben Affleck's comfortable. He's comfortable in that costume. I mean, well, I'll, I mean, I mean, look at this, this image right here. You could tell, even though that's, you know, probably the stuntman that's in that costume, but still, you could tell that that costume right there looks a little bit more comfortable, okay? And like I said, he's doing the bat dance. He's doing the bat dance, okay? Don't look at his junk, okay, you perverts. Don't look at his junk. Um, I know it's hard not to because he's just totally just putting it out there, but I'm just saying that costume looks a lot more comfortable than the previous costumes that he wore, for sure, even though the BBS costume is... Oh, just top tier. It's just way up there. I don't know how that's ever going to be defeated, but uh, hopefully maybe somebody will eventually. But you better believe that thing was not comfortable to wear. This looks a little bit more comfortable right there. So, but yeah, uh, so Ben Affleck just raving about it. We've heard about this before. And then, of course, naturally, you know, you're going to get those, you know, you got to get the people like especially the uh, make the Batfleck movie. Make the Batfleck movie crowd, of course, is just going to continue on with their campaigns, totally ignoring what Ben Affleck said in a THR interview where he was just not wanting to do it anymore. And the fact that he was eventually going to do what he was eventually going to, uh, you know, make that his own Batman movie. But we forget, you know, they forget, too, that that his close friend of his, which is probably Matt Damon, said, you will die if you make this movie, you know, so. It's just one of those things where Ben Affleck's in a spot right here where he wants to make the movies that he wants to make where he's not having to work on something for two years. I mean, he said that expressing that he's not going to be making any films for James Gunn in the new DCU. So, you know, the whole thing about him coming back and making the Batfleck movie as much as 
of course we would love to see it, but I'm just kind of hoping, can we take that story and put it somewhere else? Are there going to be elements of that in Brave the Bold? Who knows? But I would love to see that in a graphic novel or in an in a animated or something like that. Can we do that? But the fact of the matter is, is like, you know, Ben is just really happy. I played a video on Monday when he talked about how happy he is right now, where he could be close. He could still be with his kids when he wants to be. He doesn't have to be working, you know, and he's working on movies that he wants to work on and everything. So, but, uh, but it's just, it's just funny how he just, he felt like when it came to the writing of the flash, he was like, Oh, okay. That's the character right there. Damn it. After, all the struggles I went through in, in, in all these movies, I finally got the character. And then, of course, he said, and, and then he raved about the movie. Okay, that's good, too. It's good to hear that. It's good to hear that. I'm telling you, there's something about this Flash movie. I think this Flash movie is going to be, it's going to be, it's probably going to be the number one CBM of the year. I'm just saying, just because with each thing that, that we keep hearing about this, and now we got Ben Affleck like on a podcast cussing and everything and talking about his character. I mean, sure, obviously you're going to fluff up the movie, but at the same time, I'm like, just the way that he said it, you felt it. You felt when he talked about how good it was, just the way he sounded in his voice. So I'm just kind of going, man, it's going to be interesting to see the reaction to this. It really is. It's really going to be, uh, it's really going to be, I, I just can't wait to see the reaction. I can't wait to see the movie, but man. So there's Ben Affleck talking about that. And then, of course, it's like, yeah, Gal Gadot's going to be in it. Is she going to actually promote it? She didn't promote the Shazam 2 cameo. I don't know if she's going to promote this one. If she doesn't promote this one, yeah, she is definitely done. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of interesting. The Shazam cameo was cool, but this sounds cooler because it's her and Batman. It's like, come on. So... And her saving his ass again, I, I, I kind of like that. So it's a, it sounds like this is going to be a cooler cameo, but is Gal going to promote it? She didn't promote the last one. She said nothing about the Shazam cameo. So I don't think she's going to, but but there you go. Ben Affleck talking about uh, this right here. She's probably done with her. Yeah, she's done. I agree, Dave. DC uh, could win against Marvel. Yeah, I think, I really think that Flash is going to do some business. And I think people are going to be like, pretty impressed by it. I think it's going to be something unique. It's got the nostalgia effect. It's got some good VFX. It's got two Batman. It's going to be, I think this movie could, you know, potentially be something pretty big. It's going to be a, a win. You know, let's face it. DC needs a win big time. Okay. Black Adam underperformed Shazam way underperformed. So DC needs a win badly. And I think the Flash is going to give them that first big freaking win that they've been looking for because it just seems like the past couple of years, it just hasn't been that much. I mean, I would say Zack Snyder's Justice League getting released was a big win and everybody was raving about that. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be the first big win when it comes to DC. They need a, they need a big win, and I think this one's going to be it. I think it's going to be it. Well, I, I'm... I, but then, of course, I forget about The Batman, which we're going to be talking about right now. That was a win, too. But I'm talking about when it comes to, like, a big win. I like I, I see The Flash crossing a billion dollars. I just see that. Just with everything. I see, I, I can see it crossing a billion dollars. But, again, I hate that that's always, like, the, uh, the goalpost is always a billion dollars. But, oh, yeah, The Batman. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, we mustn't forget about the Batman because that was a win uh, critically and financially. And now we're talking about the Batman, too, because, you know, it, well, this is what's crazy. OK, because Clayface. Who would not want to see a live action Clayface? It'd be pretty awesome. OK, we've talked about it. And obviously, when we talk about the Clayface that we know, the big monster, you know, that changes shapes, shapeshifter, does all kinds of things. Uh, pretty fantastical. So when it comes to that character, you think, okay, it's not going to show up in Matt Reeves' Batman. That would be more for the DCU Batman. Makes sense, right? Of course it does. Yes, absolutely. And again, we've talked about, you know, when, when, if you watch Batman the Fanimated stream uh, with, with, um, with me and Scott, you, we've talked about that episode, well, a couple episodes when it comes to Clayface, Clayface and we've talked about, uh, you know, um, that character and where he'd actually fit. So we have Mike Flanagan, who has talked about doing, a, I, guess, I guess you could say, a movie about Clayface, and I think that would actually work because you can actually have it as a horror element, and I thought when we heard about this news the first time, I thought that would be a good idea for an Elseworlds project like the Joker if they want to continue on doing... Batman rogues gallery villains and have them in the Elseworlds world. It's like, okay, yeah, have a horror movie by Mike Flanagan and have him create something with this clay face monster. So here's a deadline article right here. Mike Flanagan pitches pick on Clayface to Warner Brothers DC, The Dish. Okay, exclusive. Dr. Sleep, filmmaker. Mike Flanagan has pitched a feature version of Clayface over the studio. Several sources tell Deadline. However, no word on green light yet. And the studio has not said no. There are no offers and no deals. Though typically a DC supervillain in a Flanagan pick, should it move forward, he wouldn't be a bad guy. So we hear. Obviously, you got to make it somewhat of a good guy. So kind of just talking about that in this article right here. And then it said, that said, other sources are telling us that scripts are constantly changing and that Clayface is a big addition to Matt Reeves' The Batman 2. What? Get the hell out of here. What? Let's wait until the dust settles here and something moves forward. It remains to be seen whether Clayface is a connection between the Batman 2 Elseworld and Gunn and Saffron's feature and series sprawling DC's God and Monsters Chapter 1. Wow! Crazy. So then I'm like, okay, let's start thinking about this one here. Obviously, if we're thinking about the Clayface that we all think about when we hear the name Clayface, we think about, you know, animated series, the, the games, and, you know, just the way that the... the the character is now, but mu we must not forget. And we talked about this on Batman, the Fanimated stream, that first episode, when it came to, uh, the Clayface, uh, part one and part two, we talked about this, Scott and I, we talked about this because we mustn't, we forget that when it came to that character, that's when they revamped Clayface. Okay. We obviously think about the big monster and that's in Batman, the animated series, they revamped the character because it was not like how the character was first brought onto the page when it came to the comic books. He was not like that. Okay. They took, they took elements. They, they there's been, well, there's been three clay faces. I think that's, I think if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so there's been uh, Mr. Carlo and then Mr. Hagen and Carlo, Basil Carlo was the actor. He was the actor 
that was like losing a shit, becoming a madman. And uh, and then, of course, we had Mr. Hagen, Matt Hagen, uh, who the character ended up being. And like they kind of combined that in Batman the Animated Series where he was the actor. And, of course, you watch the episode. The first part is just magnificent. It's top, top tier Batman the Animated Series. So they could really, but if they were to go with this version right here, when it comes to the the Carlo, the Basil Carlo version of Clayface, I mean, essentially, it's just the actor who loses his shit because of the fact of the matter is, is like they're going to be remaking some of his movies and he becomes just like serial killer. And obviously there's some things that happen to him as well. I mean, you could take something right here and use that. And this definitely, definitely fits in Matt Reeves universe. This could definitely fit in there. First the way, then clay, wig, and finally the hat and cape and place of the face of Carlo. The grotesque one of Clayface. The world will once again hear of me. Totally fits. Totally fits in his world. Totally fits. And there's another thing that somebody was actually uh, talking about on the Twitter that I'm going to bring up. Mr. Boba Talks. He was actually pulling some things up because he's a big Batman fan. And he was pulling up this stuff right here. I mean, he pulled up. Somebody actually made some fan art of what a Clayface could look like in Matt Reeves' world, and I think this is absolutely excellent. Look at that right here. Look at this. Look at how grotesque and creepy that looks right there. You could have something like that. And he even talked about if we get Matt Reeves adapting Clayface in this epic crime saga, it would very likely be, as he describes himself, unwinding the fant fantastical and see, well, how could they make sense here that would give us an original golden age clayface so people need to look at that golden age clayface and this is from uh jackson durr right here incredible job so we talked about that so you can actually see something like that fitting in matt reeves world that's what i was really digging about the whole mr freeze thing i'm like how can matt reeves break down the fantastical of that character and fit it into his world and when it came to Clayface again we're all thinking about the Clayface that we know and love now that Batman the animated series revamped but we don't think about that golden age Clayface because we just don't think about it we don't think about that golden age Clayface and I think Matt Reeves would be thinking about that golden age Clayface right there and it absolutely fits into his world and I'm down for it. I'm, I actually hope that that's the case. But of course, Mr. Mike Flanagan did, he did, did say that, hey, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes here, people. Pump the brakes. Let me pull up his tweet right here. Ah, oh, I can't find it. Where's his tweet? Where, uh, what's his freaking Twitter handle? Hold on. Mike Flan. There we go. There it is. Right there. Responding to Clayface. The news today is entirely speculative. Speculative. When or if something like that ever becomes real, I promise I'll tell you guys. Smiley face. Huh. That's a little interesting. So it's like, where is this going to play? Where, where could he place? It could be very well an Elseworlds type movie in the vein of Joker. Or it could be a Matt Reeves universe. I don't know. 
or you can add the fantastical version over here in the DCU. Can't wait. I just think it's time for Clayface to be in cinema. And hopefully we'll get that soon. I guess we'll see. Interesting, right? I only knew the clay fit. Yeah, exactly. You got to look at that golden age. Like I said, that version was revamped in Batman the Animated Series. They had a revamp Clayface. But originally, it was just like a dude driven mad because, you know, he and it was very much like that, the Hagen character in there. It was very much like that where he was losing his shit and, uh, and becoming like an actor that was no longer getting parts and everything like that. So, yeah, it's all, it's different. It's different, so... Very much different. Jason Momoa and Aquaman. Oh, boy. Well, we got a new interview with uh, Jason Momoa talking about, um, talking about, uh, well, he, of course, is uh, promoting Fast X, and he's talked about it recently. Uh, he talked about, um, he's talking about, like, where if Aquaman does, in fact, fit in the DCU. Thank you, Mr. Seek, right here. If Hush is in uh, in the sequel, maybe he works with Clayface to mess with Bruce. Yes. Have Clayface pretend to be Tom. Ooh, see, this is why I love Seek. This is why I love you, bud. And, uh, you know, I'll be hitting you up if you want to be coming on the, uh, the Vodka stream on Friday. This is what I love about Seek. I love about his brain. This is why I can have like hours and hours of conversations with him because he knows he's, he just has, he's, he's, He's an idea man. He definitely is an idea man when it comes to all this. I like that idea, Seek. I absolutely like that idea. So, yeah. See, something like that right there. Something like that right there. I'm telling you. It's going to be interesting what Matt Reeves does. It's going to be interesting. And then if there's, there's probably going to be a Harvey Dent element to it as well. Oh, just going to be very interesting. No, 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 no. Your brain's... Uh, I mean, I get it, Seek. Like... Yeah, there's certain aspects, but at the same time, your thought, your nerd brain is very much, is golden. It's golden. It's a crystal, it's a crystal nerd brain, my friend. It's a crystal nerd brain. Jason Momoa thinks Aquaman absolutely be, will be absolutely involved in the DCU's future. Oh my God. Does he really? He's confident. After new DC Studios heads James Gunn and Peter Safran unveiled their future DCU plans, Jason Momoa's future as Aquaman was left up in the air or in the water. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the character is not currently part of the DCU Chapter 1 Gods and Monsters lineup, despite Momoa reprising his role in Aquaman 2 The Lost Kingdom later this year. However, in an interview with Total Film Magazine in the new issue with Fast X on the cover, Momoa shared that he's confident Aquaman will remain a big part of DC's future. This is where it gets interesting. This is where it gets interesting. Peter, Peter's my producer on Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, and is a dear friend. Uh-oh, another dear friend. What? Why are all these people friends with the enemies, right? I absolutely think Aquaman will be involved in the DCU. It's on, bro. There's no, there's no one bigger than Aquaman. Well, okay, but you made him badass for sure, you and Zack Snyder. But also, and James Wan. But also, I hope people are excited to see the new one. It's fun. 
I really enjoy doing comedy. Whoa, no! Comedy? You had to say the C word, huh, Jason? Oh, boy. There's some really funny stuff with Patrick Wilson. I really adore him. We had a great time working together. It's like we're brothers. Well, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff happening in this one. There you go. <sighs> and then, of course, uh, Momo has been open. Yeah. We don't need to know more about that stuff. Notice, though, how he said Aquaman. Aquaman, not Jason Momoa, but Aquaman will be a part. See, that, 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 the wording right there kind of makes me go, hmm, I don't know. Does that mean you was Aquaman, or are you going to be playing like Lobo or some shit, dude? I don't know. And then the comedy. Yeah, it's like, ooh, all right. Uh, hey, if it's good, if it's good buddy-buddy stuff, then I'm fine with it. I mean, if there's a good chemistry between... I mean, we saw chemistry between them two in the first one, but they were more enemies. If they're going to be more, you know, the brotherly love, but also kind of hate, hate each other kind of thing, then sure, that could be something cool. But yeah, just very interesting. But yeah, I just noticed the words that he chose, that Aquaman, not, not Jason Momoa, but Aquaman is going to be a part of that. So there you go. What are we thinking? Yeah, Jason Momoa is funny. So they didn't spe specify, right? We deserve a better version of Thor. Yeah, see, Stephanie T, you're thinking, you're thinking, you're thinking some good things right there because it very much would be like that with Orm and and, and Arthur. Could have a very much a, a Loki and a Thor vibe to it, but better. Yeah, it's like, can it be better? Hopefully it could be better. That's what I'm. That, that's all we can hope for is like it could be better. It could be better. I'm trying to think, yeah, it could be better. It could be better. The Mandalorian season three, episode five. Now I admitted that the the last episode was my favorite of the season. I don't. I don't. I don't think I said the season. I I, I didn't mean my favorite episode of the whole thing. God no. This season has been lighter. <laughs> That's for damn sure. I will say that it's been a little lighter, and it's still you know sometimes it feels like it's much of the same. But I do like the directions that it has taken by going like different. Oh, we got this character over here, and blah blah blah. Um, but when it came when it came to last episode, I thought, oh man, there's a lot of action, a lot of cool shit that's going on right here. We get to see when uh, Grogu got rescued by a Jedi, which, of course, was uh, Mr. Best, who was playing Jar Jar, and now he was a Jedi. And I know some people are, like, hating on that, which I'm like, whatever, it's fine. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you know, I get, I, I mean, I get some of the complaints, but I'm like, I still thought it was, you know, it's fine. But then, of course, we've got Bo-Katan, who has a little secret of herself. And, you know, there's always, it just seems like they're leading to something when it comes to Bo-Katan. Every episode seems like it ends with, like, what, what? Something with you is going to happen at, uh, you know, season finale. Even in with this one, something interesting happens. I won't say what it is at the end of this episode with her. And it was kind of like, what? But this is a badass episode because the Mandalorian do a lot of kick-ass stuff. I mean, yeah, they rescued the kid from the big dragon bird thing in the last episode, which I thought was really cool. But this episode, they were like dropping in and taking out some 
people and then, you know, getting on the good side of what's his name, Carl Withers character. And I thought it was cool. Not much Grogu, which I'm fine with because he's cute and all. But man, when he starts doing the flippy flippies, it just looks a little awkward. (laughs) It does. It's like... Uh, I mean, it's practical. I'll give it that. I like the practical effects, but at, sometimes I'm just kind of like, stop hat making him do flippy, flippy floppies. I mean, it, it just, it just doesn't look, it looks funny. But in this one, it was just like, you know, he was there and they cut to him every now and again, but mainly it was about the Mandalorian just being some badasses, man. So, but yeah, Bo-Katan is going to be doing some more things. You know, obviously, when it comes to the Mandalorian, they lost their planet. So now they're just kind of like in this cave. But now it seems like, hey, they're being they're being those badasses. But then, of course, they mentioned another character that we haven't really talked about in this episode. At the very end, when a certain X-Wing fighter finds an abandoned ship. Oh, sorry. I I think I said a little too much right there. All right. I want to end it right there. But there's another character that gets mentioned. and I was like, oh, well, there we go. There you go. That character coming back? Sweet. Should hit the spoiler alert on that one. But, you know, there's really nothing. Mandalorian is DOA. Eh, that's not DOA, but I don't think it's going to last too much longer. This could be the last season. Season one was definitely the best one. So far. So far. All right, let's read some questions right now. Um, I did post on YouTube, so... I posted this on YouTube, so let's see if anybody responded on YouTube. Let's see if we get some good questions or comments, right? <laughs> oh, man, I tell you what, it's been... Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I was just seeing something right there. Anyways, okay. <clears throat> All right, let me go over to YouTube. Oh, we got five comments right here. Let's see what the YouTube people have to say. And it doesn't look like uh, it's just two comments and people responding to one of them. All right, so Hexna says, Do you think we'll ever get to see Jared Leto's Joker again? Hopefully in the A or cut. I don't think we're going to see him in the DCU. I don't think James Gunn likes Jared Leto. <laughs> We've already kind of seen that before. And, uh, you know, that also kind of makes you worry about, will the air cut ever come about? But, yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I think the air cuts are last, our last hope to see more Jared Leto Joker. But you never know. You never know. Tiger Mac, what villain would you, uh, would have been cool for Ben Affleck's Batman to face in a solo movie? I say Killer Croc. Well, I mean, I like the fact I did like the whole Deathstroke thing, but I would have liked Scarecrow, like a legit Scarecrow. I think that would have been cool, especially when you have, like, you know, the way Zack was handling him in Batman versus Superman. And, like, you could see, like, you know, the, the nightmares, the nightmares that he was having. I mean, imagine capitalizing on that Scarecrow really fucking with his head like that with some of the dreams that he was having and everything. I think uh, a, a really cool, like, even though we saw Scarecrow, of course, in the uh, the Nolan stuff, but that was like, you know, that was a very grounded Nolan version of that character, which was f- totally fine for that world. But I wanted to see, like, that Arkham-style fucking Scarecrow, you know? Still remember that level where you're in that nightmare and there's that, that big Scarecrow with the needles, with the needles as fingers and shit? 
like looking like Freddy Krueger almost, and you're trying to get through the level, and you're just like in this crazy nightmare. Imagine something like that on the big screen. Oh. All right, let's get to the Twitter questions. Make sure everything's all gravy. All right. Should be good. Should be good. Should be good. All right. We got Doink Doink. We already knew Batfleck was in the Flash since 2021. All right. Doink Doink is Doi Doi. Yes, I know that. The whole thing was just mentioned, just talking about his Batman. All right. Moving on. Darkness Under the Wind. Leave it. Uh, Dave, if Clayface does show up in the Batman 2, would you want his role to be big or small? I don't want it to be big. I do want it to be big. Carlos E., what do you think of the CGI in, on Shazam 2? I, I said that in my uh, little first reaction and my review. I actually thought the VFX were really good. I thought the VFX were good in Shazam. That's just David F. Sandberg being an awesome director. Uh, we got Eric M. Blake. Ay, caramba, muchacho. Do you, uh, so you've been saying since Zach said James is a buddy that if there's any hope of the restored Snyderverse, it'd be due to Gunn. Well, that'd be one of the reasons because he is co-running GC Studios. So care to embellish on that? Well, I, I basically already said that. I mean, it's like the fact of the matter is, is like he is co-running DC Studios. So it would be, obviously, if there was going to be some kind of something where a continuation of the Snyderverse, James Gunn is a part, it would be a part of that decision-making because he is the co-CEO of DC Studios, okay? And then you got Zaslav, and you got Pamela Abdi, you got Michael DeLuca, you got all these guys. Hopefully they all get along. <laughs> Anyways, Andrea. What's your favorite Zack Snyder movie? Batman vs. Superman. Yep, Batman vs. Superman. Then probably Man of Steel next. Then Watchmen. Then, you know, it's just, yeah. Batman vs. Superman, though, it's just, I watched it, of course, last last uh, Saturday, and I just I just love that movie so much. Just love it. Um, Liz Wonder. Here's my, um, what is, or here's my question. Um, what is Ben Affleck's phone number? Well, it's 555-6781. Oops, did I say that out loud? No, obviously that's not real. And, uh, yeah, people, <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, Liz was uh, wondering. I, I'm, I, I'm guessing she has a little crush on Ben Affleck. Hey, who doesn't have a crush? Look at that chin. Chin's amazing. Shameless plug, of course. I uh, already talked about this. Uh, watch The Real Anarchy tomorrow at 9.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, well, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, where Ben's going to be talking to Stephen Colbert, that troublemaker, that anti-Snyder troll. Axel Draga, Dave, you excited for the new TM, uh, TMNT movie, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? I'm hyped as well as hell. Yeah, looking forward to it. I think the, that was strong to uh, go like the uh, into the Spider-Verse way of that as opposed to doing trying to do another live action, which, yeah. Claytalian, am I missing something? Why is everyone saying Gal was cut from the Flash? I don't know why they were saying that. It's just there's no way that, that that's happening now. If her scene with 
If her scene was with uh, Batfleck, I'd ha- it would have no effect on the future of DCU since it'd be pre-timeline reset, unlike Cavill Superman appearance, which was apparently after. Yeah, so uh, it's not cut. There's no way that it, it's cut. Uh, Dave, do you think WB release Aquaman uh, will release the Aquaman trailer? Do you think they're going to remove Mira from the trailer? Nah. And after you watch John Wick 4, can you... Ranking of the movies of John Wick, um, all of them, yeah, all of them. Also, do you think John Wick 4 will reach a billion dollars? I don't think it'll reach a billion dollars. John Wick 4 might be the best one out of the bunch. I don't know. It's all crazy. Um, hey, Dave, I like uh, that Clayface is in the the Batman 2, but I hope he's anti-hero. I thought Reeves wanted to keep his Batman universe grounded with no metahumans if the door to metahumans is open does it make more likely that pattinson's batman would be in the gunverse pattinson's batman's not going to be in the gunverse uh gun already clarified that but again again you got to look at golden age clayface golden age clayface given the fantastical nature this is from kalamak the comics god and monster do you think it'd be more likely to yeah see that's the thing golden age and this is what Isaiah right here says right here. Appeared in Detective Comics number 40, June 1940, as a B-list actor who began a life of crime using the identity of the villain that had that he had portrayed in a horror movie. Much more that, yeah, exactly. So, again, showed you guys this character right here earlier when I was talking about it. And then, yeah, the original Basil Carlo appeared in Detective Comics, and he was doing all that, so... Oh, it's Silver Age version. Well, he appeared twice in the Golden Age, uh, but was the uh, uh, inspiration for the shape-shifting Silver Age version. So there you go. Very much could fit. Very much could fit. Gun just shot down Grace? Uh-oh. What happened? Do I have to, uh, do I have to look here? Grace! Oh, okay, Steph. And me. Let's see. Let me look at this. Did he just shoot down Grace? <sighs> Let's see. Oh, okay, here we go. Okay, let's look at this real quick. All right. Thank you for telling me about that. All right, so we have this right here. I hear they are very close to a Superman casting might not be announced for a while, but it could leak. Very, very close. Role might even be cast or in final talks. So that's what she's talking about right there. That's her tweet. I did hear that Gunn was interested in, in playing up the nerdy part of Clark Kent, maybe uh, through an out-of-box casting choice, but we'll see... What he ultimately decides could always end up with a more traditional leading man type in the end. Expect a Chris Pratt, funny, relatable, everyman type. Ty- Why do you have to say Chris Pratt? She's, she's reading the little, she's reading the casting sheet that's been circulating, which is, I've heard that that's out there too. Type, I specifically said type. Chris Pratt is not Superman. That is not the person. Yeah, there's not going to be any Chris Pratt Superman. Fuck no. Um, so, and then he said, not true. Haven't had a single talk with a single actor about the role, just making private lists, prepping material for auditions. So, 
Yeah, partially not true, I guess you could say. Because it's like, there is a, when they're talking about who they want to play, you know, when they give the description and everything, when they're doing like a casting call, that thing is out there. That thing is out there. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it's out there. I heard that it is out there. So, and that's why he says not true. Haven't had a single talk with a, a single actor. So he's, he's debunking that the, the character has been cast, you know? So he's debunking that. But I do think that, yeah, he even said just making private lists. So I think that there is somebody, you know, they have people in mind. They have a certain type, certain age. I think that's what's, I think that's, that part is kind of like, all right, so not to- totally untrue. So, but I think uh, when it comes to, you know, who are they wanting, the type, the age and everything, that is definitely out there because I've heard the same thing. I even said like, hey, give it to me. Let me let me see it. And, I, and sadly, I wasn't given that. But I mean, not like it matters. But I think that is definitely out there. And I think that's what Grace is looking at. And she's just kind of like getting to the point like, oh, yeah, maybe it's already cast or something like that. But of course, James Gunn's like, nope, nope, nope. No talks yet. No talks yet. But, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about stuff when it comes to Gunn and his Superman uh, in the members only stream right after this. So if you want to be a part of it, become a member. And, uh, you know, there's a little, you know, little tea that I've uh, uh, heard when it comes to that. But um, nothing more than that. But, uh, you know, just to wrap this up, uh, to wrap up this, and, of course, no Film Junkie Live tomorrow. I'll be seeing Dungeons & Dragons. Apparently, it's getting a lot of buzz. So I'm actually kind of going, all right, this actually might be a good movie. So I'll be seeing that tomorrow. But uh, to wrap up this week, I mean, yes, uh, things are still, it's not as crazy today. Yesterday, you know, the past few days have been crazy when it comes to the whole response to the Zack Snyder interview on Friday. And if you haven't checked it out, please do yourself a favor. Check it out. It is there. He was on for about 48 minutes. You can watch the entire thing unedited. Because apparently when it comes to some of these dingleberries that uh, are pushing back on it, they uh, are looking at my my film junkie short of the whole thing when he talks about when Steven asked him about the selling the Snyderverse to Netflix idea and him praising Warner Brothers. They uh, they are not liking that clip at all. And they make it seem like like the whole interview does not exist. It's just yeah, it just kind of funny when it comes to that. But, uh, you know, it is it has made the rounds when it comes to the movie blogs and everything so people are kind of getting a sense of that and it's just you know when it comes to all this madness i mean it's it's all pure madness you know i i really don't want to fight with people but sometimes yeah you got to just be critical and you see like the information some of these people are are putting out and when they think they have scoops i mean literally like some you know the people who uh the scoopsy daisies that are that are really like talking all kinds of shit when it comes to that and the clip and everything like that. They're the ones that are trying to scoop SnyderCon and saying, like, there's a possibility that the Emerald Cut might be shown. Bullshit! Um, you know, just... It's just funny. It's just funny. Okay, oh, you're gonna give me shit. And then, of course, when I push back, oh, my God! How dare you? And I'm like, okay, so I can't push back or defend or I can't say some shit back to you, apparently? I don't know. Apparently I can't. <laughs> but again, like what I said on Monday's Film Junkie Live, I'm like, when it comes to like the vitriol hate to James Gunn, if you want more Snyderverse stuff, how he's 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 part of it. He's gonna have to be part of it. He's running DC Studios. And so the fact that 
Zach said that he's a buddy. That's a good thing. <laughs> now, are they just like constantly talking and always going out to dinner together? No, it's not that they're saying that. He's just saying he's a buddy and they worked together at one point. They began their careers kind of together, I guess you could say, when it came to Dawn of the Dead. It's all been kind of crazy. It's all been kind of crazy, but like I said, there's more positivity than negativity. It's all, you know, that's that's what I always look at is like there's more positivity than negativity, way more positivity. Um, but yeah, it's just it's not going to ever end because uh, you know, this the that 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 movement's going to keep on going, which fine. I'm like, "Okay, keep on doing it." I'm not saying nobody freaking tweet that hashtag. Tweet that hashtag all you want. It's perfectly fine. I just think it's poorly thought out. I think you have a better shot. Again, I don't know how many times I have to say this. You have a better shot of being it being under the Elseworlds thing of more Snyderverse stuff with James Gunn and Zack Snyder being buddies. It would have a better shot. But at the same time, I'm just going, do you think Henry's coming back? I mean, Ben, yeah, sounds like maybe he would still be down for some more. Do you think Gal's coming back? Ezra? Ray? Fisher? Jason Momoa, sure. These people aren't going to drop everything to come back. And what's funny about this whole thing and the people that are really pushing back against me and Steven and anybody when it comes to all this is like, okay, so if somehow, somehow a miracle does happen, this crazy miracle happens, we're Warner Brothers, David Zaslav, James Gunn, Pam DeLuca, Pam, or Pam DeLuca, Pam Abdi, and Michael DeLuca just go like, yeah, let's just sell this version of Justice League to Netflix, who, of course, is just swimming in money. If something were to happen where that happens, fine. I would eat the biggest crow possible. You know what's crazy about that, though? If that does happen and you could shove it in my face, I'm like, okay, but then I would get to watch... Zack Snyder's Justice League 2 and 3? Sweet! Okay, that's pretty cool. I could actually... All right, that's a win. I'll look at that as a, as a win, to be honest. But if it doesn't happen... And all this BS and all this stuff like that, there's no win if it doesn't happen. There's no win. Just kind of thought about that. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'd eat the biggest crow. All of us would eat the biggest crow. And then we'd enjoy more Snyder first. But if it doesn't happen, there's no W over, okay. Anyways. Just saying, just saying when it comes to that, when it comes to that. But keep on keeping on. It's fine. It's fine. Like I said. Not worried about anything. It's all weird. Amazon's the only streaming platform that could afford it. Yes, exactly. Or, yeah, they would afford it. Or, like, Warner Brothers would do it. And, again, it would have to be, like, and I know, how I can't say the A word. Can't say the A word, but animation would be the easiest thing. Again, these people don't, they're all, they're thinking about what they want. They're not thinking about what the people involved actually want. Zach is, like, Balls deep in his Rebel Moon universe, and he's got a whole other universe that he's also been developing when it comes to the army verse. Does he have time to drop everything and work on two Justice League tr 
movies for like, what, four or five years? That's just not in the cards right now. And again, who's going to drop everything and come back and do that? That's why I was like, if something were to happen, it would be a lot easier if it was animation, because then Zach could appoint somebody to direct it. Jay Leva would be perfect. And then people would come back and do voice, do the voices for like one or two days in a booth, get handed some money. You're done. Easy peasy. That's why I was always like, why not do that approach? But no, you can't say the A word. It's either live action, Zack Snyder directing it, and everybody back, or nothing. Well, you're asking for a lot. You're definitely asking for a lot. You know, and that's just me trying to be reasonable, trying to, like, take that and try to be like, all right, what's the reasonable approach right here that'd be easy for the people involved? These people don't think like that. They want, they want what they want. You know, they want what they want. They don't want what what's easy for these people. They want them to drop everything and just fucking spend the next. They don't want to spend like the next like uh, four years making these sequels and everything. So. Uh, X fire. What are your thoughts on the tweet I put on on yours? Where's the tweet? I don't see a tweet. Should have just asked it right there. I'm trying to see what it was. What is the tweet? Or did you send me it? Hold on. Did you send me DM? Twitter's been very wonky lately, so I'm just kind of wondering what's going on with that. I don't see a tweet. Did I miss your? Did you put it underneath the? Uh, did you put it underneath the uh, the show tweet? Let's see. Looking, looking, looking. Not seeing anything. Oh, here it is. Okay. The restoration of the Snyderverse is plausible, maybe in a different medium, such as animated series or comic book release. Exactly. But I don't think WBD would ever sell its IP. No, they won't. Let's campaign for something more realistic. There you go, X-Fire. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying right here. That's what I'm saying when it comes to all this. So, you know, so when Zach shows up on the Vodka stream again or, you know, we talk to him um, at the Full Circle event, guess what? I mean, anybody else could say it. We asked the question. Zach gave the answer. He praised Warner Brothers. And, yes, he praised Pam and Michael. I know they were, like, pissed off that I didn't have that in the clip where he named... Pam and Michael. Sorry, I thought praising Warner Brothers kind of fell, you know, it was like a blanket thing because they work for Warner Brothers. Um, and then, of course, you know, saying Buddy James Gunn. So nothing wrong with that. There's just nothing wrong with that. But uh, I think uh, now that question, all right. I don't know what else, uh, what we could ask when it comes to that. Uh, I think maybe if someone asked that to James Gunn. I don't know. I don't know. It's all just kind of crazy. But anyways, enough of that. All right, guys. Go ahead and uh, smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you want to become a member, become a member. Uh, we're going to talk right after this. So members, look forward to the members-only stream on your uh, t uh, YouTube timeline. Everybody else, you guys are awesome. 
You guys are awesome for uh, tuning in. Like I said, look forward to my Dungeons & Dragons first reaction review tomorrow. And of course, you got the Vodka stream on on uh, Friday. And uh, yes, I got a couple of guests that are going to be coming on. So should be a good time. And uh, yeah. Um, and make sure you can check out Real Anarchy tomorrow. Talk about that. They're going to be talking about more of that stuff. 9.30 Eastern Standard Time uh, with Ben. And of course, Stephen being the special guest. Uh, you guys are awesome. Love ya. Talk to you guys later.